Welcome to Real Estate and Coffee. My name is Joel Arndt. Here's some Canadian real estate news while you enjoy your morning coffee. Good morning. It is Friday, November 29th, 2019. This morning we have an article about how e-commerce is pushing industrial real estate forward. Uh, We have a Wealth Hacker interview and I just want to mention... Things are going to change at real, with real estate and coffee here. I can't quite say when, and I'm not going to say exactly how yet, but I just want listeners to be aware that uh, probably within the next few weeks anyway, it's gonna, real estate and coffee is going to look and sound different. But uh, I'll keep you posted. I won't leave you hanging. I also don't want it to be a surprise when things shift, Okay. That being said, let's get to the Wealth Hacker interview. So what's your name and where can people get a hold of you? Uh, My name is Omar Amjad and uh, you can find me on LinkedIn. What's your favorite investing strategy? Uh, Primarily uh, uh, individual uh, family houses uh, in Hamilton and Mississauga. Okay. And are you financially independent? No, I'm not. I'm still working. What's your your day-to-day look like to get to that point? Uh, I work full-time job. I work for Microsoft. I'm a solutions architect. uh, So that's my nine to five. But outside of that, I've got some people that manage my real estate for me. Perfect. Uh, A couple quick questions now that I'm asking everybody. Should you rent or own your primary residence? Absolutely own. That's the best way to go. Okay. And cash flow or appreciation? Uh, a bit of both is generally good, but uh, depending on the market, you may want to switch your strategy to just uh, equity building. That's all. Thank you. No worries. It's all about beds and sheds, how e-commerce is fueling a real estate revolution from the Financial Post. Real estate has always been a mainstay in investment portfolios, but the rise of e-commerce and increasing urban population densities have put two classes of buildings squarely in investors' crosshairs in recent years. As the industry likes to say, it's all about beds and sheds, said Frank Maglioco. Maglioco. Oh, God. Frank Maglioco. Maglioco. Okay. National real estate leader at PwC Canada in Toronto. Beds refers to residential builds needed to meet the increasing density in urban centers. Sheds, on the other hand, refers to the warehousing fulfillment market on the industrial side. It is the latter sector that has really been on a roll. Fulfillment warehousing space is definitely at the top of investors' minds, Maglioco said. It's a direct result of the increasing penetration of e-commerce sales. Because of that ride, there's a massive demand for for fulfillment space that will grow even more in the near future. It's as simple as that. It's a trend that still has long-term potential as an investment, given that e-commerce penetration today represents only 9% of retail sales in Canada. It's easy to say e-commerce will continue to have a pretty big impact on industrial space, Maglioco says, said. Gil Gordon, a senior vice president with Cushman and Wakefield in Toronto, agrees, noting that e-commerce is causing enormous disruption in the real estate 
space, especially as it relates to the final mile of fulfillment, a term referring to the last stages of delivery, uh, last stages of delivering goods right to a customer's door. So far, most investors have been eyeing the greater Toronto area for opportunities in the sector, but Gordon believes over time their focus will broaden. The GTA is the third largest industrial market in North America, really, with the lowest vacancy rate of 1.3%, he said. That's staggering, but gives you an idea of what is happening in the sector. I need to find more stats on that. I didn't realize. Third largest industrial market. Hmm. wonder what that's accounting for. Okay, back to the... Uh, with vacancy rates, the lowest vacancy rate of 1.3%. Gordon likens the warehousing and fulfillment phenomenon to a big balloon. As bricks and mortar retail footprint shrinks, the industrial side grows. Squeeze one side, the other expands, he said. New warehousing and fulfillment projects are increasingly making headlines. In Ontario alone, Amazon has announced plans to build a new fulfillment center in Scarborough, its 12th in Canada. DSV Canada has a 1.1 million square foot center in the works in Milton and an 850,000 square foot UPS Canada facility is under construction in Caledon. Uh, also, I think it's 250,000 square feet. Uh, DHL Express is building one right, uh, it's expanding, DHL Express is expanding its footprint at the Hamilton International Airport as well. The sheer size and scale of these projects is huge, said Kyle Hanna, an executive vice president at CBRE in Toronto. Most are talking 1 million square feet or more. While the major activity is centered on the GTA, Vancouver is hot on its heels, with Calgary and Montreal coming on strong as well, said Hanna said. The demand for fulfillment space is so strong and real estate so tight that some developers are looking to build up as well as out. Oxford Property has just announced Canada's first multi-level distribution center concept at its Riverbend Business Park located in Burnaby, BC. And the warehousing boom goes beyond mega projects. While massive regional fulfillment centers that act as hubs for a larger geographical area get a lot of attention, Hannah said now he is seeing the trend shift to smaller, more urban locations to satisfy last-mile needs. The fulfillment landscape is becoming so large and complex that some facilities are being designed to handle specific functions, such as only returns, or food and beverage inventory for multifunction retailers, such as Walmart. As for investors, one major appeal of the warehouse sector is the considerably low development costs versus retail and office real estate. It's a square box that requires less capital and can be reused which can translate into billions of dollars, Hannah said. I could explain why the development project numbers keep growing. It used to be that the number of transactions for large-size industrial deals was one every few years, he said. Now, it's not uncommon to see up to five builds in a year. We can expect even more very compelling announcements in the months to come. So this is kind of exciting. I like commercial real estate. Everything from multi-res to most industrial. Industrial can get a little gritty and boring, but nevertheless, this is a really interesting point because this is this. 
real estate is just an extension of life. Real estate is an extension of the space we need to, to live the lives that we want. Or need, but definitely want at this point. We are trending towards... It's interesting that only 9% of Canada shop, uh, um, still... That e-commerce has only 9% penetration in Canadian markets. It feels huge, and that might just be because we use it a lot even though we live in Hamilton and it's really easy to use here but I remember living up north like four and a half hours north of Toronto and still relying heavily on e-commerce the delivery fees were a little bit more but because we didn't have access to the mega centers big box apart department stores that we have down here e-commerce was actually nice it gave us access to some products that we wouldn't we might have to drive farther for it could be delivered to our door but anyway the so not nine percent number is um is interesting definitely says to me anyway that there's room for growth there and the trend towards smaller delivery spaces or smaller warehouse spaces i think that's a big thing too especially as we see Something that pops into mind, I have a few friends that are Amazon resellers, and they had they build Amazon stores and make really good money on it, and they are shipping things from their house. I can see people like that in the next few years getting really big, getting really good at what they do, getting really big, and needing to buy smaller warehouse space. So whether it be self-storage units or whatever, but just space space is at a premium no matter what you need it for and it's moving from places like walmart home depot canadian tire you know the big box big brands that need the storage space to smaller it's becoming easier for smaller businesses to obtain the space they need to deliver the product that people now demand. And it's super interesting. Like this just ties in. This is where I get really passionate about real estate because it ties into how businesses operate and how they make money. And it also speaks to consumers, to, to a consumer pattern, to consumers behavior pattern, spending pattern. Which concerns me a little bit because it means we're consuming things so much more and that's I don't know, a personal value of mine is less things, more experiences, but that's the millennial in me, so whatever. I'd love to hear what you think. Email me, recoffee at joelarnt.ca. So recoffee at j-o-e-l-a-r-n-d-t dot c-a. If you are a small business owner and you need more space, tell me about it. You, and you've been looking for it and you've had I'd love to know what that journey is like if you are a developer and you're building more space tell me about it I'd love to connect you with people who need it uh, and love to know why you're building where you're building and why you are building what you are building subscribe to real estate and coffee on whatever podcast platform you're listening to right now if you want real estate Canadian real estate news every morning Monday to Saturday to help more Canadians get real estate news every morning, it would really help if you went over to Apple Podcasts 
and gave Real Estate and Coffee a five-star rating. If you have some feedback for me, leave it as a review. I'll definitely check that out. Thank you so much for making time in your day for Real Estate and Coffee. It means a lot to me. Have a great Friday.